0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the March 31st edition of Rubber Guard Radio. We're doing a special Tuesday night edition uh, due to the ultimate fight night tomorrow night. And uh, I'm your host, KZ, and this episode of Rubber Guard is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. WrestleWarehouse, check out any of their three shoot interviews with Michael Modest, the Ballard Brothers, and Tracy Smothers. Um, all three are fun for different reasons, uh, but there's insanity all over Uh you also get Lucha Libre masks and independent DVDs, T shirts, all kinds of different stuff. So, WrestleWarehouse.com. And our other sponsor would be SlamBamJam.com. Alfredo, down there in Southern California, has got the hookup for current and past books as well. Uh, really good stuff there, SlamBamJam.com. And also, make sure to check out the Mothership where we beam aboard once a, once a week, and Wow, Angry Marks, man. They've got a podcast pretty much every every night, Um, all kinds of different stuff. Um, I'm not going to throw out the names, but there's just a bunch of stuff. Um, And also we need to put over my MMA analysis, or analyst Matt Bishop's radio show, which would be lightsoutradio.com. Wow, that was a mouthful. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) You want me to take it now? <laughs> I need a little adrenaline. But uh, welcome to the show, Rob. How's it going, brother? It's good, man. How about you? How are you? Uh, I'm just uh, is there something going on this weekend? WEC, I know. right? Uh,
0: it could be. I, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a big uh, hockey game going on. I mean, you, you know, um, I mean, what what could what possibly wrestling-wise could be going on this weekend? I mean, let's be real here.
1: Honestly, brother, you know, I really don't know. You know, it's it's bad. You know, there's, like, zero hype for me um, as far as maybe. Wait, was, wait, wait. You know. you know
0: what? There may be this little tiny event going on in Texas.
1: Now, I'm not sure
0: about it. It may not be official yet, but, but I've heard some rumors. Isn't it like an ROH show? You know, it could be. It very well could be.
1: There you go. There you go, right there, brother. Oh, man. I don't know. You know, I honestly don't know what's, you know, what's going on with uh, with the build-up or or any of this shit as far as uh, this year's WrestleMania. I mean, I'm not hyped up for it. With Uh, the
0: exception uh, of Michael Baker. I hope, yeah, I this is uh, you know, this is getting worse hype than a r than a raw would. you know, it's just terrible this year. and, and it's a shame because WrestleMania to me is always a, a big reward for wrestling fans, you know, who stick it out all year through the good and bad, you know. And it's supposed to be the one day where, you know, everything just they finally, you know, use their full potential and go out and do something good and I'm not seeing that happen this year.
1: Yeah, it's 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 just not right, but I don't know.
2: got to I'm sick and goddamn tired of this bullshit.
1: Yes, that <laughs> explains exactly the build-up for WrestleMania this year. It's crap. Um, there's, I mean, fuck, man, Hardy vs. Hardy. I mean, geez, come on now. It's easy. I, I don't know. I've just been pulling my hair out for weeks now. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've had got I've had experience in the past with booking products, but Jesus fuck Christ, man! I could write this shit in my sleep. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't really don't understand why. You know, the, the I don't, I'm just fucking going in circles. But you know, I'll download it. So are you gonna order? I'll be there. Oh, that's right. You're going to be there. Oh, bitch. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well,
0: well you know, uh,
1: it, is, it is an experience. Yes, it you is. Know, it, you know, and whether it's a good show or a bad show, you're still going to... I'm screwed. So, <laughs> you're screwed. But, you gotta, you know, you're going to have a bunch of Empire people around you. and Are you going to go to any of the uh, Empire Gatherings?
2: Uh,
0: I, I don't know yet. Um, you know, I, I figured at the least I'll at least find Brian somewhere and say hello. And uh, we'll see at the go. rest, you know. Uh, so I I don't know yet. You know, it's so busy down there. There's, you know, there's autograph sessions and shows every day and all this crap, you know. <laughs> God, I don't even know how I'm going to have time to breathe down there.
1: <laughs> true that. True that. For those that are listening live, uh, you can call in throughout the two-hour show, 347-215-7946. And also, there is a chat room at Uh You can check out the uh, l- the little link there on uh, the front page to Rubber Guard Radio, and it will explain how to get into the chat room. Um, I'm not going to... You know, what the hell? I'll jump into the chat room. Why the hell not? Uh, let's see here. Well, we're, we have a bunch of... Uh, of guests lined up to, uh, we're going to have Ed in San Antonio on about 7:30 to help, uh, help us run down the WrestleMania card. Um, we should be having a, a mystery caller as well, uh, calling in during that time. And in the second hour, about 8:15 uh, Pacific time, we're going to have our, our resident MMA analyst, Matt Bishop in the house to, uh, to, uh, preview tomorrow night's, um, ultimate fu- UFC fight night. And then, uh, the new season of the ultimate fighter. jeez. Uh, so uh, what what you hear about this uh this big these big shows this past weekend with Chikara? You know, I, I on paper it, it looks like a really
0: good show, you know. Anytime you got Skyda, that that's a must-see show in my eyes. I think is probably the most underrated wrestler in the world right now and he's just uh, outstanding, you know. There's no one who can do what he does. You know, and I, you know, you got Kota, Kota Bushi, and you got Johnny Saint in one place, you know, what more could you want? Good point. You know, if it wasn't, the one complaint I must make, though, is King of Trios is always right before WrestleMania. If they could move this to some other time, I don't care when, I would so be there.
2: But, you know, for
0: a lot of fans, I think, you know, with WrestleMania coming up and everything else, I mean, it's pretty hard to go, you know? I think they would uh, greatly benefit
1: from having it at a different time. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Uh, yeah, for those that are listening and you, you'd like to uh, jump in the chat room, you just go to uh, angrymarks.com and they have the uh, the chat room right there. Hop on in. I'm going to jump in. Uh, like, Killer Kev is in the house. Killer Kev, what's up, baby? Oh. Ah. All right, Killer Kev is in the chat room. So let's uh, let's see. Have you heard any uh, any rumblings about what Taz is going to be doing in a couple of weeks?
0: Well, I heard that uh, Taz will not be doing anything with wrestling, most likely, because you know he's been in this business for something like a good seventeen years straight now. So
3: <laughs> I have a feeling Taz is
0: going to be doing something else. Uh, what what he'll be doing, I don't know. Um, yeah, I have a feeling Ring of Honor is going to want him if they can get him for some reason and uh you know but uh that, that's my best guess cuz uh I don't think TNA is going to be taking him so we'll have to just wait and see how about you what do you think I, um
1: i think he is just going to uh step back you mm-hmm. know for a couple months you know let things uh, simmer down and then he'll do a nice uh 4 hour shoot interview with uh with our video and, um, <laughs> oh that should be really oh fun. that's gonna be a fun shoot interview well, his first one was was good, but you know you never know actually mm-hmm. i i think part part two was is gonna be um pretty damn good uh good interview since you know he's you know being up in New York and all that good stuff, so it'll be interesting See hopefully i you know i I don't really feel too bad for Taz because he's not he's not the
0: nicest guy in the world. But, uh, you know, in ECW, I, I always liked this character, you know, that human suplex machine thing was awesome, especially with the Taz dojo and all that stuff. That was great. Gotta love that. Yeah.
1: Awesome stuff. Now, what do you think the chances of Taz actually opening up a school? Uh, I, I don't
0: think it's too good because it, he's, you know, it's been a long time since he's been in the ring and... He just doesn't seem to have that kind of interest, you know. Now that he's a commentator, I think he's going to be using that to hopefully uh, use his voice and commentating in uh, you know, some kind of television show or whatever. I don't see him dealing with that stuff quite yet. Yeah, maybe down the line. Seminars, maybe. Maybe I see that. That's about right. That would work, but I, I don't see anything like a school yet. You know, he's too young. I think
1: a <laughs> <That's just laughs> my... Kevin in the chat room and says, "Taz should go back to Red Hook and open a restaurant. <laughs> good Italian food. Oh, man, unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Poor Taz. Uh, yeah, so I, I I don't really feel bad for him. You know, he you know, so he had a good run. Yeah, especially no, he... in ECW. You know, they they made a lot mm. out of uh, not not a lot. So." <laughs> I I think he should be very happy with his career. You know, for the last couple of years, he's been on WWE, you know, just hanging out in the booth and just calling matches. So much better than getting tossed on your head.
1: There you go. So tell me, what did you think of Raw last night with uh, the return of the McMahons?
0: Uh, you're going to kill me, but I did
1: I did not watch Raw. I watched a
0: little bit of it, and I was like, I kind of stopped during John Cena and Big Show. I'm like, oh, this is annoying. So, <laughs> and I, I, so I saw a little bit of it yesterday, but you know, I, I'm kind of like you in that I just don't care right now.
1: And it's, you know, it, it's they've gone too far to go back. I have to agree. And it's, I'm just lost. I, you know, I'm really at a loss. With, you know, and I don't blame Vince. I blame the writers. Really? Yes, because they they should not have jobs.
0: <laughs> oh, mighty
1: strong words. Really? 1980 did Bill Watts have a quote unquote writer
0: writing for
1: nope. <laughs> his territory? Uh no, In '87 did, did the NWA have a quote unquote writer? No.
0: Maybe not please no. So.
1: There you go. I hate the term writer. I hate the term producer. Um, right. Oh, I
0: agree.
1: I agree. Ugh. It's And it's not me being stubborn and old school. It's just, you know, the last couple of days on the F W Online website, uh, Brian Alvarez had on Court Bauer. Who, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I, 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 I want to give a special shout out to Court. Uh, thank you very much, Court. You're a very nice guy. There you go. And yeah, Court, Court was on a show, and you know he's ran his own company, and he was on the WWE creative team, and and all this other stuff. And you know it's, you know it, it's. He says that all the guys sound the same, that they're just different voices saying the same thing from the same guy's head, and these guys aren't being themselves. You know, back in the day, a Booker would tell wrestler A and wrestler B, "This is the, the direction we're going." It's on you guys. Here's the main angle. It's up to you guys to fill in the difference. And now, there's nothing. I mean, these guys are out there, they're just fucking TV actors. They're not wrestlers. They're not workers. They're fucking entertainers. And I think WWE has it right by calling them entertainers because they're just, like, like playing a fucking role instead of out there being yourself, you know, coming off genuine. Yeah, I
0: can agree. Uh, it, you know, I I think uh, in wrestling, difference is a must, and for any successful company, the more different characters you can get in, is the better you all were off. Like ECW, you know, so many different personalities, and it all came together and worked. And uh, you know, I do agree. They they shouldn't be writing lines, you know. But yeah, <laughs> you know, they just let let give the wrestlers a few guidelines and let them go with it and see where it happens because. Some of the best promos of all time, you know, they weren't rehearsed. They were just right off the bat, you know, whatever they thought of right at the moment. I think uh, wrestling needs that a little bit of (laughs) uh, spontaneousness.
1: (laughs) Well, I watched, this morning I watched, uh, again, the Raw from March 23rd, just the Jericho Flair segment. And that's how you get an angle over. Yes. Okay, that's how you do an angle. You don't insult people's intelligence. That is how you do it. You know, and it made me made me want to see Flair and Jericho. I'll tell you that much.
0: Oh, definitely, of course. <laughs> and will we? No,
1: no. I, you know,
0: I, I, I'm not even convinced we're going to be seeing the scheduled match with Jericho. I think. Like it feels like they're really about to change something last minute, or you know, add maybe Lolo to it or whatever. I mean, Ugh, God, yeah, you know, I could totally see something changing last minute. I mean, that's been the story of WWE all year, and that's what's been burning them. You know, these last minute changes that you know don't work.
1: oh shit! Oh, wow,
3: it's
1: gonna be a so. Do you think that with that that Legends match they're going to throw some type of a monkey wrench in there? If, what do you think that monkey wrench would be?
0: You know, that's a good question. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, we know Mickey Rourke's going to get involved. We, we know that's happening for a fact. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I, I'm thinking, you know, maybe they. You know, Vince did say he had a ace up his sleeve for this one, and, and uh, one of the observers. So. uh, I don't know, you know, I, I could see maybe uh, Hulk coming out and just giving Jericho the whooping or something like that. Uh, I'd say that's entirely possible. Nope.
1: You don't think so? No, Austin with the stunner at the finish. Yeah, Austin, there we go, that that would work too. And uh, whomever's left, the legend will get the pinfall, or Mickey Wark, slide in the ring even and get the pinfall. Or, how's this, a stunner... Then Rourke goes to the top rope and does the ram jam for the three count. The ram
0: jam. Uh, I w- I would mark out
1: for a ram jam.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love Hell the ram yes. jam.
1: That would be cool. Uh, you know, isn't something
3: it
0: like amazing, that. Isn't it amazing how in one movie that you know they gave a guy more character than uh, most wrestling companies have? You know, with years of uh,
1: building. Yeah, and a new and a new finish that we've never. Seen. Yeah, I mean we've yes. seen diving headbutts. We've you know seen diving splashes, but we've never seen that. You know that the the ram jam that that was an original move. And I, that's what made it pretty neat for me when watching the movie, and seeing seeing Mickey Rourke doing the ram jam because I've never seen anybody do that.
0: Uh, I'm with you. I agree. <sighs> kind of I, added I, I, a I little. I, I was really disappointed that uh, you know, maybe Rourke didn't uh, end up wrestling because I would have liked to have seen him versus the Ayatollah. <laughs> that would have been really entertaining. You know, maybe in a tag match with Jericho and Flair added in or something. That would have been really interesting. But
1: oh well. Uh I think that, that Rourke and Jericho would have been would have been good because it would have been Rourke against the Ayatollah a rock and roller. <laughs> so you know, it works.
0: Good point. That's a good point, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, what can right. you do? Well, you know, you can whine and complain, but no one's listening. So,
3: <laughs>
1: well, I can't say no one's listening, but no one's gonna actually give a shit. <laughs> uh, That's true,
0: worry. But you know, I'm hoping WrestleMania that this is a lesson for them. You know, they learned that all of this last-minute booking and you know not thinking long-term and just trying to get that rating is going to is going to bite him right in the butt this time. And I think WrestleMania is going to be the wake-up call they need.
1: Well, the thing is, I I, I think this year they're banking on the WrestleMania brand, and. Uh. I'm gonna stick with you know my well, what did I say last week, six fifty worldwide. Uh, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna say seven fifty worldwide. Um, just because I mean WWE is hot everywhere but states, you know, and and they're gonna order WrestleMania, you know, and they they know that too. That's the that's the thing is they're not gonna really pay attention to the the buys that'll be tanking from the states. Just the big buys they get from out of the country. Right.
0: You know, I, I'm seeing a Royal Rumble part two here. If you remember at the Royal Rumble they relied, you know, just on the brand name and I could see a similar thing happening, but you know, there's no way they're getting a million buys, you know, I'm I, I'm around the same boat as you with around seven fifty or so, maybe a little bit less.
1: Well, that's, that's total, right? That's worldwide. Right, yes. Well, let's let's go this way. Domestic. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's see. What
0: would the Royal Rumble get? Like 540? Something like that, yeah. Mm, that, that's a tough one, you know. That, that's tough. Then uh, um, maybe raise mine a little bit. I'd say maybe 800 would be more likely uh, internationally and, you know, put like, jeez, I don't even know, maybe 650 or so, you know, domestic. That, that's tough. Uh, that's a good way to think of it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's not, not really easy to, uh, it's just extremely difficult to, I don't know. I mean, we've seen the build-up. You know, and it it has not been good. Right. right. So, it I, I really don't see how they could pop a decent number, you know, domestically. I really don't. But they got more working against them than they got
0: working for them. You know, I mean, you know, with how much the pay-per-view is and You know, how easy it is to find it in other places right now. You know, they they got their work cut out for them.
2: But, you know, I mean, even though
0: I can play it, I'd still like to see it be a success, you know. Uh, Even, you know, even with the horrible show, a lot of buys is still good for wrestling, so.
1: It's true. Well, you know what? As long as they're making money, as long as they're making money, you know, outside of the States, you know, it's cool. Because things will come around, you know, eventually, you know, Vince is going to figure it out or not. Um, I'm kind of been been thinking recently what happens when Vince, Vince you know, quote-unquote retires or dies or, you know, just gets out of the picture. What's going to happen?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, just to see how, you know, things are going to be worked out. And who knows? I, mean, I can't. I can't
0: even imagine. I mean, you know, WWE is chaos already right now. You know, if Vince is gone, I mean, what are they going to do? You know, that's... and okay. that way, you know, that week alone, they're going to have to carry three or four different shows and make everything work, and that's just whew. maybe that'll never happen. You never know. I mean, Vince McMahon has defied many uh, <laughs> many logic and uh, things like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, I, I just don't know where you know things are going to go from here. Um, what direction do you think they're going to go after Mania? Do you have you know any idea? No, oh,
0: uh, um, uh, I'm I'm going to guess they're going to do rematches at the pay per view after, and then well, yeah, I mean that's a given. And then
1: you know, the, and then uh, the Big uh, Batista man. should
0: be back by then, and then they're going to do probably you know Cena Batista t- you know two or whatever number they're on now at SummerSlam.
1: Right. So, do you think because, uh, the Mc, do you think uh, the McMahons and and Hunter will do their thing with Legacy? For oh, a, that's a good point too. You
0: know that one's not done with. So, yeah, I could see that happening as well. You know, but Vince McMahon isn't going to pass up a chance to be in the main event of some show. So,
2: you know, maybe they'll do a cell or
0: something, or some kind of six man street fight maybe
1: at the next show
0: at the next pay per view.
1: Six man cell, you know they could yeah, do a six man. They could do a six man and backlash, and then whatever's after that, what is it, the extreme or whatever it is? I think that might be. They could do, they could do, you know, the the cell with like weapons or something, you know, tables and chairs and shit inside the cage, kind of thing. And that way, you have a big clusterfuck with all six in there, you know, and then right. you know you can do whatever and. <clears throat> That way you yeah. you can build that build that as the top program. Yeah, that that wouldn't be so bad,
0: really. You know, uh, as long as the correct people win in the end. That's legacy because it, you know they got uh, legacy is a great idea, but they need to start winning. You know,
1: well, they have to win.
0: <laughs> that is the problem. Have to
1: win and not get their ass handed to them by Vince fucking McMahon. Yeah. Just
0: so not much potential, and they're just flush right down the toilet.
1: Bad, you know. And those kids, they all work hard. You know, they all work hard, and they shut up, they listen. You know, and they're they're not getting their payoff. Sure, they're going to be in WrestleMania. They'll get a WrestleMania, you know, money payoff. But on a match that was just thrown on, sucks to be them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's supposed to be your future. That's your future right there. I mean, that is, Jack Swagger. Where's Jack Swagger? <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. That, He's on the Jack heat. Sl- He's on the heat match. And they don't even air, they don't even air heat. They don't make heat anymore. <laughs> Sad. But I, I, I don't know. Swagger should be on the card. Um, this D.Va thing, the D.Va Battle Royal, is a joke. It's <laughs> taking up way too much a space, I mean, twenty some odd broads in the ring, taking up too much time. That's too much. Too many payoffs. That's a lot of money going into that ring. Yes, for that match. I, I, I just hope they don't put that as the
0: semi-main event. I remember, I think uh, WrestleMania Twenty-One, they had the Divas uh, Pillow Fight as the semi-main event right before the main. It's like, are you kidding me?
1: Well, they do that to. to calm down the crowd. Right, yeah, yeah. So they can mellow out, and then, you know, it's, you know, a popcorn match. but And they'd rather throw it away with the Divas instead of, you know, something else.
0: Mhm.
1: Because, you know, if they like the Divas, then they'll watch them. If not, they'll go get their popcorn. Makes sense. You know, it's usually a, a, a throwaway match, be, you know, on the way up. But... My, my friend says it's a pee break match. I uh, can't argue with that one. Going go and buy your replica belt. <laughs> Man, was not a great thread. What do you think of the marks that that go to wrestling events with their replica belts? I hate people who have re- replica belts <laughs> or who wear them anyway. You know, uh, I I
0: don't know what the deal is with that. Like, you know, you're not tough. You're not great. You know.
1: You bought the belt. You weren't even you weren't even awarded the belt. You weren't even given the belt in the back room. You bought it. <laughs> you know, some booker didn't say here you're going to be champion. You bought the belt. What really gets me is when these these goofs they wear these wear the belts to the fan fest. Those are horrible because they're walking around for like four hours with this big ass belt check around them, looking like idiots. My my
0: favorite is uh, the the rare people who have belts on both shoulders, <laughs> and they look double stupid. Uh, that, that's my personal
1: favorite. You know, I mean, I,
0: I wish I had some of this cool stuff when I was a kid. You know, I had styrofoam belts. You know, <laughs> get this stuff with uh,
1: with electrical tape. <laughs> I still do. I still. Uh... What do I have? I have the uh, I have a uh, a toy belt for the wing the winged belt that Bret Hart held.
0: Okay.
1: The winged, the winged championship, and then I have the hardcore title and the WWF light heavyweight title.
0: Wow. Now are these the uh, are these the
1: replicas or are these the? Oh, no 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 no. They're the the. Yeah, the toys. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there. I, I don't have any replica belts. If I okay. were to get a replica belt, it would be it would be an NWA World Heavyweight Title belt. What
0: What about an IWGP Title belt? Would you have one of those? The big Would you one? get a replica one of this? Why you got one? <laughs> my uh, My friend does actually. What, 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 when I was in Japan, my uh, my friend bought one at a little corner uh, store. It's pretty neat really cool it's about, it's about like $300 but he loved it <laughs> how mm-hmm. many people can say they have that now that that's something pretty interesting i thought
1: there you go was it the was it the smaller circular belt or what no with the, the got i had
0: it's the one with the cr- you know the half mm-hmm. crown and half circle mm-hmm. it has the crown on yeah. top and the circle you know the crown's over the circle
1: now I'm I'm thinking back to Fire Pro Wrestling here. Okay, I, I know what you're saying.
0: <laughs>
1: I played Fire okay. Pro today for the first time in months. So oh, okay. But which do you one, own the... Fire Pro? The newest one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I have that. I I, I don't like really it. play it, but I have it. So I've been playing the Wii since my we got my son a Wii for his birthday. So the last. Week a couple weeks we've been playing the Wii, and before that it was like rock band and guitar hero, but I figured you know I needed a little Stan Hansen and Bruce Brody action. So, you know, Aren't we
0: all. Oh, speaking yeah, of no that, uh, in case in case anyone inter- is interested, uh, Stan Hansen is going to be signing autographs uh, on WrestleMania weekend, right before the <laughs> Ring of Honor show on Friday, I believe, at like one o'clock. It's uh, he's War at. the Ring of Honor. On um, on Friday's Ring of Honor show earlier in the afternoon at about one, Stan Hansen's doing autographs at, at a with a Booker T's Legends convention thing. That's cool. I gotta get cool. me one. He's one of the ones. Yeah, there's, mean.
1: there's a there's talk that um, after the ROH show, there's going to be a an Empire gathering at the Dave and Buster's in Houston. Um, when you guys when you guys go to that Dave & Buster's you guys need to raise all the fucking hell that you can (laughs) raise all the hell that you can and then if anybody talks to you about hell raising just tell them that Kid Zombie told you to do it and my little brother my little brother will call me right there and then on his cell phone my my younger brother is the manager of the Dave & Buster's in Houston so he will give me a call if you guys raise hell. So, please. He's an asshole, so raise hell.
3: <laughs> uh, now, now, jumping back
1: on Fire Pro, who,
0: who's your favorite guy to use on Fire Pro? Original?
1: Non-created? Not creative. Creative work. Oh. Um, created with, a. Uh, Jeez. I mean, I, I've made Legends, I've made, you know, uh, newer guys. My favorite tag team to use my favorite two tag teams are the Motor City Machine Guns and Ray Buck and Ultimo Guerrero. Those are my two <laughs> favorite created tag teams. Very nice. What, what more do you uh, need? That, that's that's some good... That's I, also, some good ac- I also have a kick-ass Mystico. Very nice. Very nice. But um, out of the originals, I, I love using my, my personal friend and one of my favorites ever, Michael Modest, of course um mm-hmm. and donovan morgan bison smith um noah guys adam pierce yes i had adam pierce in multiple color attire of course <laughs> with the <laughs> red and I, Since I, I tried
0: to do those modding things and get those big packs but that never worked for me so on <laughs> my <laughs> own uh I, I don't. I haven't really made a lot, but uh, my favorite is uh, I, made an, I made an Ivan Drago from Rocky Four on there, and he's just a beast.
1: <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> I will oh. break you. <laughs> uh, dude, that, that is that, fun. That game, I forgot how fun it was. You know, I mean, from the shoot fighting to the you know the juniors into the you know the hardcore stuff is fun too. It's just wacky. Yeah, I, I I like the
0: hardcore, and I really like the ultimate fighting feature. That that one's so much fun. It's
1: great to just you know,
0: it's awesome. It, it brings back good memories of uh, Virtual Pro Wrestling Two, which also had an amazing MMA mode. There you
1: go. I'm waiting for No Mercy to come come out so I can download it on the Wii. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But let's uh, get back down to business. I have on the line the co-host and the brawn behind the drunk cast, Mr. Ed in San Antonio, Eduardo! Hey, what's going on, Casey? What's happening? Hey, brother, brother, brother. We're just, uh, shooting shit. Now that I have you on, we can, uh, we can do our WrestleMania preview. Is there, I I don't know, are, are you hyped up at all for this, Ed?
3: Uh, let's see, two Ring of Honor shows, a Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, Raw, SanFest, Party, no, not really, it's going
1: to (laughs) suck. Dick, dick, dick. Ah, man. No, I mean, for the actual show, I mean, is there any... Well, well, it's WrestleMania, though, so, you know, yeah, I mean, it's an event.
3: Just the name itself fucking so makes it worth it. I mean, you know, yeah, the, the the hype for this coming card hasn't been the greatest, but it's still gonna be an awesome show. I'm sure I'm not gonna be disappointed, you know. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to uh, we're gonna run down we're gonna run down the card. Um, we have for the heat match we have Jack Swagger taking on Charlie Haas. Um, for the ECW World Heavyweight title. Well, wait, no, sorry. There's no heat and there's no swagger. So I was just being a smartass. But we have uh, Jericho against Piper, Steamboat, and Snooka. Eddie, what do you think is going to go down in this one?
3: I don't know. I just have a feeling that uh, I guess the the legends will get a little comedy uh, heat on Jericho for a while and then they'll start to kick their ass. And then uh, hopefully there'll be the a, a, a sound of some glass crashing, and Stone Cold will come out and hit a stunner and drink some beer and uh, that'll make it uh, worth it. Because other than that, you know, unless Ricky Steamboat's going to fucking be the Ricky Steamboat of fucking 15, 20 years ago, you know, I mean, it's not going to be much of a match. I mean, Smith can barely move and Piper's, you know, he ain't much better. So hopefully they got some kind of surprise, you know, that's the only thing that's going to make this match is either you know, Stone Cold doing something or Mickey Rourke doing something, but even that's not going to be that big of a deal if he does it because he's pretty much named, uh, died down since uh, since the Oscars. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, I mentioned earlier earlier in the show that, that I think that Austin is going to come in with the stunner and Rourke will come off the top with the Ram Jam and uh, pin him. So I think that uh, Jericho is gonna go under two rourke after the ram jam um that would just be cool just to see the ram jam just and and Jericho you know Jericho's a gamer, you know he'll do anything that that he's you know pretty much told if it makes sense, yeah
3: must um. Hopefully they'll
1: it something'll come come out of it because,
3: like right now, you know, it really doesn't look like it could be too much, but hopefully they got some kind of surprise waiting. Some little swerve or something and it'll turn out all right.
1: Okay, and next up we have a match that was added last night. Um so these two guys get a WrestleMania payout. Ray Junior challenging JBL for the IC title. Um Woo-hoo. what do you think of that one? What do you think of that one, Rob? Ah, you know, I'm sure it'll be okay, but uh, who cares? You know, it's
0: JBL. <laughs> you, you know, uh, it's not not a very exciting matchup, but, you know, they, they might be able to pull out something halfway decent at least. You know, it, the, the only thing that bothers me is, uh, you know, they, they should have gave that spot to someone else.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it should have been Ray challenging Jack Swagger, but that's just me. I'm all over Swagger's nuts, so... That's, you know, that's just the way it is. Uh, what, what do you think of that match, Ed, dude? Do, do you think that's gonna, you know, do anything as far as the show is concerned?
3: No, that's basically, it's just filler time, you know, uh, it's just, uh, JBL's got standing backstage, so of course he's gotta have a spot on Mania, and, uh, you know, Ray's, Ray's actually been on a roll lately, he's been doing pretty good, he's still injury prone and all that, but, you know, he deserves to have a spot on Mania, and, uh, It'll just be filler. Um, hopefully with uh with taz leaving, unfortunately, that opens up a spot for JBL to go back to commentary, so hopefully Ray will win, uh get the US title and then um uh, uh get get uh JBL back on commentary where he belongs.
0: Yeah, I can agree with now, that. I'd like I'd like to see him back there. That that's that, that's his spot now.
3: And then with that's, Ray, Yeah, that's exactly if Ray, with Ray winning the title, maybe like come draft time, you could kind of maybe switch over the, uh, you know, send uh, that title to SmackDown, and I guess the US title to Raw, and then you could bring up Low Key and maybe Evan Tyson Kid, and have like a, you know, you know, I know it won't be the Cruiserweight title, but have like you know the the smaller guys kind of go for it and have some good matches
1: out of it. You know, that's something that they could think well, about. That's what it was
3: not, but you
1: know. You know, Eddie, you know, back in the day, you know, in the early 80s, you know, the 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 world title was on the, the bigger guys and the IC title was for the workers. That was the worker title. And I think they're going to bring it back to that type of a title. And I agree with you with them switching it over to SmackDown. Um, I think it's a good idea um, so that, you know, they can get some, you know, good workers in there and actually, you know, show, you know, good wrestling as opposed to. You know that way that they they're giving something for everybody, but um, am I the only one that thinks this is going to be raised last WrestleMania? Uh, I, I I expect to see him in future ones, so
0: possibly unless that feels differently.
3: No, I think he might have one or two more. I mean, it all depends on his health, but I mean he's always seemed to bounce back, so I kind of see him. Even if he gets her belting back once or twice more. And go in until he can't go anymore. So I expect him to be in at least one or two more.
1: Yeah, yeah but he's one bad bump away.
3: He's been, been one bad bump away for ten years and he's still going. So you never know. He might just get
1: lucky and, and, and last a while. Just keep him off a fucking ladder. All I've got to say is keep Ray off of a ladder. He does not need to do those. That'll kill him. You know, he did all that crazy shit in Tijuana. He doesn't need to do that shit anymore. Uh, Next up we have, um, which should be in the ring, it should be work-wise, should be a really good match um, for the WWE and the World Tag Title, uh, Miz and Morrison against the the Colons. Um, This one's going to be pretty damn good. And the question is uh, to you, Ed, do you think that the winner of this match will bounce from each show and defend the belts? Well, so if they're, they're going to combine them, that's what they should do.
3: Um, you know what I mean? If if, if they're going to combine them, it should be one team going to both areas because what are you going to have, five, six tag teams in one area? What's the point of having tag teams in, let's say, the Colonels win it and they stay on SmackDown. What's the point of having tag teams on top? You know what I mean? So they have to bounce. So hopefully hopefully it will be Miz and Morrison because um, I think they're the hotter acts. And – uh this is actually what I'm looking forward to probably tied for second with the Women's Battle royal behind Undertaker and Shawn because uh, the, the build-up, it's uh, kind of gone under the radar, but the build-up for this feud has been awesome on SmackDown and on ECW. I mean, everything about it has been awesome. The matches have been really good on SmackDown. So possible. To, uh, I don't think anything's going to be better than Shawn Undertaker, but after that, this is a possible dealer to be the second-best match, on the show and i'm actually looking forward to it hopefully they'll keep the lumberjack shenanigans to uh to uh you know it won't, it won't take too much maybe they could be like a big free throw outside the ring and you could get evan Bourne hitting the shooting star to the outside or something but for the most part you know keep the action in the ring to the two teams and um i'm looking i'm like I said, i'm looking very forward to this match
0: i i'm, I'm looking forward to it also uh you know, this is ob- this is obviously the match for uh, Miz and Morrison. I, there's no doubt in my mind they're going to be winning this because they're already on most of the brands anyway. I I, uh, I would have liked to have seen them uh, have the twins in it too, though. You know, I know it wouldn't add to the match, but uh, I, I just find it interesting. You know, having a twin versus twin feud. You know, how often do you see that?
1: Now the the the, the one question for me. Here with these guys. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask each of you guys. Um, who do Ms. and Morse remind you of? Ed past tag teams. Who, who do they remind you of with their work? Uh, shoot,
3: man, I gotta think about it because there's never really been a
1: heel team
3: other than maybe Eddie and Art that were as, as, as athletic. Well, I shouldn't say that because Miz is a very athletic Morse. Um, I would say maybe maybe a little bit Eddie and Art, uh, not much really. But other than that, uh, as far as Hilltack tag teams, it's kind of hard to for me to think. Maybe I don't maybe like a very new version of the Midnight Express. Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. but other than that, that's about all I can think about as far as do they remind me
1: of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Rob, yeah. Any ideas?
0: Yeah. Um, the the new Midnight Express. That sounds about right. Uh. It, you know, I think that would that, that would be somewhat fitting. Uh, you know, maybe maybe if the Rockers ever win heel, you know, because uh, everybody since day one has been saying John Morrison is a young, you know, as a new Shawn Michaels. So, you know, I'd say that'd be a fitting one also.
1: I was thinking Bad Company slash Orient Express.
0: <laughs>
1: bad Company is a good one. You, you can
0: never have too much Bad Company.
1: Of course not. Of course not. Now, um, this one, the next match where uh, Ed is hoping that someone loses their top, the 25 Diva Battle Royal. Good lord. Ed, have fun. Who's going to win?
0: Well, uh, uh, um, the smart thing would be to have Gil Kim win it. Of course, that's not going to happen. So, uh, I don't know. Whoever was featured most lately, uh, maybe Molina. Uh, you never, yeah. Uh, and um, if, unless May Young gets in it, then she's taking it, obviously. Right. Hey guys, can you hear me? Now, I got you. Ed. Now, as far
1: as the Divas Battle Royal, Ed, I know that you're, you're, you've got a hard on. You get to see 25 of these hot chicks in the ring. Actually, 24, and I'm assuming May Young. Who do you think's gonna win it? Well, that must mean that your
3: county Santino was a hot chick, so. We want, we want to bring the number down to about 23, 23 hot chicks. But this is actually what I'm thinking, and this is going to be a good idea, and I think I hope they do this. I would, I don't know if it was in the Daily Update or if I read it on somewhere, but that they're kind of giving Vicky Guerrero a crash course in becoming mm-hmm. a wrestler. So what I would do, I would put Vicky in there. And, I would you know, who gets more heat than Vicky as it is? Have that match go first, have Vicky win it, have her get all kinds of heat when she does her celebration, and excuse me, when she gets crowned Miss WrestleMania, and then there's another added stipulation to, them, to, them, to the match. You make it a little more comedy. They're a big show on edge, and not only fighting for Vicky, they're fighting for uh, Miss WrestleMania, so uh, to get heat, and make it actually maybe mean something, it would be the best thing to do is to have Vicky win it. Um, if they're going to have Mae Young in it, it's probably best just to have Mae just uh, win, in so they don't even have to risk her taking a bump. Uh, well, yeah, the,
0: that, the iron the iron chic rule. Yeah,
3: other than that, maybe uh, maybe uh, Santino winning and have him do something. But I think the best thing to get the best heat out of it would, to have,
0: would be to have Vicky win it. Ed, I, I got to steal your idea real quick. That, that's uh, I really like your idea of uh, Vicky winning it. I, I think for me, I'd add on. You know, she thinks she won it, and then you know, the old Austin and the Royal Rumble trick and uh, someone just happens to not be eliminated and, you know, they come out. A. Hey, uh, yeah, that could be her. A. Hey, you
3: know that, yeah. Well, what they, what they do is they could start them, they could have Mae Young come out last. So it would take her five minutes to get to the ring. So you can have, like, <laughs> exactly. like you said, have Vicky win it. She celebrates and that's right when Mae Young gets in the ring and pushes her out. There you go. Exactly. And then really? you, keep I her think out. you keep her out, and she can't get hurt. You know what I mean? So that's the safest thing to do with her if they want her to win it, to be honest with you.
0: I think you're on to something, Ned. I really think you are.
1: Now, the the next match, we have extreme rules, um, which will be insane. Um, I'm really surprised that they didn't do the TLC, um, Matt and Jeff. Um, well, you, you,
3: they, can't do, you can't do the TLC because the money in the bank oh, is the,
2: basically money that in the, the bank.
1: Yeah, you can have two no. latter matches. But. Now, but, these uh, two guys these two guys need to break the hate in this match. Someone, Matt, needs to hurt Jeff in this match to continue the program. And there's got to be real hate, and these guys have to work really hard to make people believe that they don't like each other. Because I'm not feeling it.
3: Well, the reason this year is getting shit on is because everybody was so hyped for Christian. We waited for Christian for so long, and they kept putting it off and putting it off, and then when he finally got there, they decided, screw it, we're going to switch it up, they put in that, everyone was disappointed, so no matter what they did, they could have had the awesome, the best build-up to this feud, people were still going to shit on it. The thing is, the match itself, the match. I guarantee you the match is awesome, they're going to have an awesome match, you know, it's yeah. going to be a good match, it's just that there's no way that just because everyone's so disappointed that Christian that everyone's going to give a, give the match a chance going into it. But once they get
0: into the ring, it,
3: it'll be good. I, I,
1: you know, I, I have to agree. And uh, I,
0: this whole feud was built on just fooling the fans. And
1: congratulations,
0: you fooled the fans. But, you know, in turn, they they ECW lost its main event face. We uh, had a heel turn, a new champion, you know, a stupid storyline that makes no sense, a horrible Christian booking,
2: and um, if
0: I was going to do anything with these two, I'd put them in Money in the Bank since that's where they're best at, and you know, since Money in the Bank has no storylines going for it anyway, you know, get rid of Kane or Mark Henry and put those two in, and uh, you know, add some kind of story to Money in the Bank,
1: where uh, Mac cost Jeff or you know something like that you know, where that, you know, that things are going to continue. Like, it's got to be something like that, or Matt's going to just have to kill Jeff. That's just the way it's got to be. Because otherwise, then where's the program going?
0: Right. It it always reminds me of, you know, a little interesting thing of wrestling, you know. Sometimes you have uh, the two two, uh, people that the fans like the most fight, and no one wants to see it, you know. So it's interesting. Interesting situation.
1: Well, I, I want to see the match just, just because I know it's going to be a damn good match. And I've seen them have great matches. On the Uncommon Passion DVD, where they discussed their, their careers in Omega, uh, the Hardys had a match against each other. It was Matt against will of the wisp uh, Tidal vs. Mask. And that was just a blow-away match. And this was, I think it was 98, right before they signed their contracts. And it was just, they brought, they brought the hate. I mean, it was just ladders, all kinds of insane shit. And it was fun stuff, and hopefully that they're they're not held back. That's what I'm worried well, uh, about. Yeah, to...
0: I, I I am too because what are they gonna possibly do that Money in the Bank is
1: not already gonna do? Exactly. Yeah, you know, they're not gonna be doing they're ladders fucked. and all that. They're fucked unless, like I said, unless there's a big injury angle with with Jeff getting hurt or like a double double knockout or you know double stoppage for blood or something. Um, I don't even see that because this is a this is an undercard match. So they don't even have the, sure, it's an extreme rules match, but they don't have the benefit of being able to use all the gimmicks that the main events are going to because it's, it's not allowed. So they're fucked. They're in a bad position. They should have saved this match for backlash. Um, they should have put them in the money in the bank and then let them continue their program, use money in the bank to continue their program with them and go further with it. Because that match, is built properly, they could have they could headline the June show, which is what? Extreme Rules or whatever the fuck it's called. It used to be the ECW, whatever one night stand thing. You know, put them on top. You know, TLC right there. That's money. You put Matt and Jeff Hardy in a TLC match, it will sell buys. It's money. Any
3: comments? Well, a hardcore match is basically a tables, ladders, and chairs match, easy, So I mean, there's really not much difference other than the name. Yeah, but they're not going to be able to do anything. Well, they're, they're going to be able to gonna use gonna all the. Back. They're going to be able to use all the plunder except for ladders. They have all the chairs, all the other crazy sh- gimmick shit that' will yeah, be there. They're going
1: to they're be they're going to be told to hold back because they're lower on the card. If they're not drawing. They're not part of the draw. So they're, they're not going to be allowed to do what they need to do.
3: Yeah, but what are they yeah. going to hold back from? The only main event match that's actually going to be a, a violent match would be a Randy and, and Triple H. They're not going to break out any kind of hardcore stuff for Big Show, Cena, and Edge because they're booking that match for the kids as it is. So, right, that's under, comedy. Sean, and under then the and Sean, Money in the I Bank will
1: be the, more of a straight-up match. What? I, I think, you know what, Ed, I, I think you're right, that that this the the Extreme Rules match will be the plunda, as Dusty likes to say, the Plunder baby um the plunder match. Um that way because the, the big bumps will be the the money in the bank. Then you'll you'll have, you know, the, the the WrestleMania main event, um with Hunter. Yeah, you know what, I think they'll be able to pull it out. Um that could actually be a sleeper match to show. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I expect it to be good. I mean, everyone's going to crap on the build-up for it, but, I mean, when it comes down to it, the match is going
1: to be good. Well, I'm going to go into the match with my eyes closed, then they announce them, and then I'll open them. And I'm not even going to think about the build-up. I'm just going to enjoy the match. Because, like I said, I've seen these guys, what they can do with each other. And I'm just going to enjoy the match. Call me a smart, whatever. I'm going to just sit there and enjoy work these two guys are going to put in. And for me, it's not about story with these guys, because they haven't even, you know, stretched the surface. But, um, yeah, they're going to tear it up. So next up, we have money in the bank. Let's start with Rob. Uh, Give me your winner.
0: Uh, You know, MVP has got to be the only real option. Shelton, you know, that ship sailed a long time ago, and he's not really going to be able to do anything with it. So uh, uh, MVP is the only real one who can benefit from it. You know, there's too many people in there who have no business being in there. And, uh, you know, uh, I've got to say MVP. You know, that would be the smartest maneuver.
3: Ed? I would have CM uh, Punk win it again, only to claim his uh, opportunity at the end of the Randy Warren Triple H match after Randy beats Triple H and then he comes in. And walks right into an RKO, and boom, you kill that fucking worthless mess because it fucking doesn't deserve to have a. It really doesn't. The winner doesn't deserve to be even in a, in a run for a title because the match itself sucks so bad. So have Punk lose to Randy, and then you and then you create the baddest heel you've had in your company in fucking years. There you go.
1: There you go. All right, yeah, man. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I was thinking. Uh, as far as money in the bank, I was thinking that uh, maybe, maybe MVP and MVP will, you know, probably drop the, drop the belt because, you know, what good is having a belt and the money in the bank? Um, I'd actually, you know, or anybody, anybody win it and just lose. And because, lose uh, right you know, away. And lose right away.
3: There's no, we don't need to know that Mark Henry's got a fucking briefcase for a month. Mm-hmm. And then he's
1: waiting. Now, now there's there's a reason. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to go with Christian. Um, Christian all the way. Christian's going to win. Um, now the reason the reason Kane and Mark Henry are in the in the match is so that they could catch the guys on the big bumps. Um, I just hope to God that they catch him. <laughs> I do because you know I don't I I don't want to see Kofi Kingston you know, flat as a pancake, you know. Let
3: me tell you, right. let me tell you, let me tell you a funny story about Kofi. Uh, you remember when I was at Raw in San Antonio uh, a couple weeks ago?
1: Uh-huh.
3: I, I went with a buddy who doesn't really, hasn't really been following it, right? He, he had even never seen Kofi. So uh, Kofi was actually running wild and looked pretty good for a while, and, and everyone around us was chanting, Kofi. And apparently my buddy asked the kid next to him, he goes, what's his name? And the kid goes, Kofi. So and then the next thing I know, my friend's chanting, cold feet, cold feet, cold feet. I'm like, ah! <laughs> the fuck cold. are you chanting these off? For the dude, cold feet. He's fucking badass. I'm like, dude, this is cold feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> cold feet. <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> cold feet. Okay, yeah. So my, my official pick is Christian, um, I don't think that he'll cash it in right away. Um, It'll be, I think it'll be a fast catch-in, but not, you know, the same night. Um, There isn't anybody in this match, really, with probably exception of Punk, that could get away with cashing it in that night and making it believable. It's just not that big, big superstar. But, yeah, like I said, Christian, and I, I would say Christian and Punk will be the two at the end going up the ladder. Um, next up, we have the comedy world title match at show Cena. Um, I don't care about this one, so uh, Rob, go ahead and chime in. That's stupid. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There's, there's, there's a big reason why you should care about this match, Casey, the winner of this match determines who wins fucking Randy Orton and fucking Triple H. If John Cena wins, fucking Randy's going to beat Triple H. If fucking Edge or Big Show win, that means Triple H is winning fucking, fucking his match. So I'm hoping to God that fucking, uh, that John Cena wins the match. (laughs) So fucking Randy can go over on Triple
1: H. (laughs) There you go. Well, and then, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the semi-main event we have uh, Triple H and Randy Orton for the title. Um, this one's going to be wild. It's going to be a good 25-minute match. Uh, it's going to be a match of the year candidate, at least four stars, just because of the guys that are in the match, um, and they're going to be able to pull out all the big tricks and everything because, you know, this is you know what what is going to go on last. It shouldn't go on last, but it's going to end up going on last. Um, I'm going to say that Orton retains the title. For now, um, and the McMahon's will run in, and Legacy will run in, and that'll just keep building for you know further for their, their pay per views and programs. Uh, w- what do you think about this one, Eddie?
3: Uh, well, hoping well Randy wins, man. Fucking sick, sick Triple H, and um, <laughs> this whole feud fucking started off so awesome and went to shit. Why? Because they had to make of this badass who chased him through the dressing room, and then went through his home terrorized everybody, and made him super madman when fucking the heel the the fucking face is supposed to be the underdog going to the big match against a badass villain dude so fucking I hope to god Randy wins I'm just sick of fucking interpolation and fucking idiotic about having to be the main guy Mm. fucking what do you think about
1: that Rob?
0: uh um you know it's going to be your basic Triple H-Randy Orton match. You know, they'll use a bunch of gimmicks like the table. Someone's going to go into the steps, you know. Uh, you know, uh, if it goes on last, you know, Triple H is winning, unfortunately. But uh, Randy Orton really needs to win this. Yeah,
1: That'd be does. the best for everybody. Triple you know, he, he, Hunter doesn't need to win. You know, Hunter doesn't need to win. You know, fuck him and his ego, you know. Well, you know he's
0: Hunter. You know he can win a million. He can <laughs> lose a million matches in a row, and he's always going to be. You know he's always going to be in the main event still. So, but you know he
1: can't. He has nothing to lose. And as far as I'm concerned, the main event, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Um, this match will most likely be the best match on the show, with the exception of the Hardy's match. As far as I'm concerned. Um, these two can go. Um, the build-up was decent. It wasn't the best it could have been, but, I mean, this was the best match build-up that there would be offered this year as far as Mania. Um, what, what do you think of that, Ed? Um,
3: yeah, dude, I mean, the build-up for it has been, you know, been real good. Um, I expect them to fucking tear the house down. I remember those ten minutes that they had in the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. And now you're going to give them 20, 30 minutes. I mean, this is going to be an awesome fucking match. I hope they put it on last. And uh, I see uh, the streak continuing. I see Shawn going down.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, well, what do you think about
0: this one, Rob? Well, uh, you, you know, there's no two better big match workers in, in the world right now than uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. They're both really good, and they just seem to get better. And, uh, you know, at WrestleMania, they're going to be turned up all the way. And, uh, you know, we obviously know Undertaker's winning because Shawn Michaels is not losing. And um, i got to add, it's been a great build-up. I, I loved uh, Shawn Michaels as the white Undertaker. That was great. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to a good match. You know, hopefully he can steal the show. And uh, Undertaker obviously got the win, but it should be good.
1: And, actually, um, I like I don't remember who it was, but someone on the figure-four board... I, I made a, I made a thread. What match is going to steal the show at WrestleMania? And uh, I think it was Iamo Version One that said that Kid Zombie would be the one stealing the show. So I have to put Iman over. That was a that was pretty good joke. Um, because yes, I will be stealing the show. So <clears throat> <laughs> now uh, we discussed buy rates earlier. Um, Ed. Uh, well, what do you think this is gonna do domestic domestic oh shit um
0: dude, uh four fifty to five
1: yeah. <laughs> All right now uh total worldwide do you think it'll pop a million no, nah, not this sure. year i'm thinking
3: i'm thinking seven seven fifty worldwide
1: yeah yeah we've we've been in that ballpark. Yeah, that, that, you know, from the quote unquote experts with their analysis, you know, and then the, the smart down the block, you know, everybody's, you know, thinking it's not going to pop a big one. Because, um, sure, WrestleMania is a strong brand, 25 years old, but you still have to sell that fucking pay per view. You just can't go for the brand name. And they really, with the exception of Michaels and, uh, and Taker, you know, and, and the Jericho stuff, you know, it just didn't... It it hasn't worked. hasn't clicked. And and they're going to learn that the hard way. Yeah. Now, Ed, I got you on the line. Um, I do have a question for you. Uh, wh- what did you think of the Flair Jericho segment from the uh, March 23rd Raw? Uh,
3: the one from last week? Yeah. Um, I'm it was. I, I think they could have cut it down a minute or two, but I thought it was pretty
1: good. You know that, you know, an angle like that—that that, that's that's the type of angle that you shoot for your main event of WrestleMania, not you know a, a mid-card, you know, special attraction bullshit match. You know, you you need to pull that out, that type of a of, of a heavy angle. You know what I mean? At, that they you know should, that they
3: old they should have switched it. They should have done what they did Monday last week and what they did last week this Monday.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's good shit. You know, that's old school brother. That's uh you know Dickie Murdoch running Ted DiBiase's head into the post, you know, in eighty one in itself. You know, the Kerry Von Eric uh Michael Hayes or the uh cage door, you know, on Christmas Eve or on Christmas night. It's that that type of a heavy angle. You know, and it was wasted. It really was
0: wasted. Yeah. What you yeah, think about that, you know, just got to add on to that, you know. <laughs> hey, they really wasted that one, but what
1: can you do? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it this morning, and, you know, it, I watched it again, and, it, you know, it was just so fucking heavy, brother, you know. I, I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? This, this, That was a money angle. And that, that's what you had to do back in the territorial days, that type of an angle to pop a territory. And here, it ain't gonna do shit. Ain't gonna get any buys, not gonna get anything for anybody. Waste. <laughs> and no one even
0: knew anything about it.
1: That was the best part.
0: <laughs>
3: even Lower <laughs> didn't know
1: about it. The watch. The watch. The watch. The the watch.
3: watch. The fuck. That really gets me. The only people that knew about that are the people who fucking got the nine-hour fucking Ric Flair DVD. There you go. Those are the only people that know about the fucking watch, because he kept going on and on about it.
1: (laughs) I would, too, if I got it from Shawn Michaels. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to switch gears real quick. Um, I I talked to uh, Rob about this earlier, but I'll bring it up to you, Ed. Um, Post-WrestleMania, uh, what what direction do you see uh, some of the programs going? Oh, shit, dude. Um,
3: well, I'm assuming the Cena wins. I mean, it's, it gets, gets Vicky, so, I mean, obviously the feud with like, Edge has kind of got to continue, so I kind of see that uh, going along a little longer. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I have a feeling that The Undertaker Sean's, pretty much is going to end at Mania, but, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them fucking extend out a few more matches uh, just to have some good matches on the upcoming pay-per-views, but I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think they want to have would to a, two would good guys. You know, blow
2: off?
3: How about a hell and awesome. cell
2: blow off?
3: That that would be awesome, but they'd have to, to... To get to that point, I'm thinking one guy or the other would have to be healing. I don't see either one of them going heel before that match, so I'm, I kind of have a feeling it'll be the blow off at WrestleMania, even though they should go longer with it. Uh, unfortunately, I see I see it's going to be, it's not, it, the day of WrestleMania starting new shit, the day after WrestleMania is over, it's just going to continue everything. Everything's going to get continued. If Triple H and Orange not going to be over. It's going to get continued. Every so. So, going to get continued. Everything's going to be continued, the same shit that's going on right now. So,
1: do you think that it'll be legacy against the McMahons and Trips?
3: Probably will. And it'll probably be like a, a match that, like the DX versus Spirit Squad, where Shane and Vince just beat the shit out of fucking uh, Ted and Cody like they're fucking nobody. And Jesus oh, uh, Christ, they need to get, I, I love Shane for the most part. I've loved almost everything he's done until, like, the last couple things. But the motherfucker cannot throw a punch. I mean, the punches he was throwing at the work security guard, got, guard I mean, the, he could throw some real punches at those guys, you know, and make a look. And he's still throwing his shitty ass, fucking missed by a mile work punches at these fucking idiots for having to sell. for. I mean, they just need to keep him out of the action, dude, until he can fucking relearn how to fucking wrestle
1: or something. All you have to do is have Lawler show him how to throw a punch, because Lawler has one of the best punches in the business. Yeah, he fucking punches. It's really interesting because
0: you know I'd say uh, I think either a year or two ago everybody was raving about Shane McMahon's punches, but then he yep. just you know he just started missing. <laughs> uh, maybe he needs to go hit the bag or something. I mean, you know, it's it yeah, it's terrible how bad he misses.
1: Old age is a motherfucker, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's a speed bag, you know. Hopefully, hopefully Shane dies his hair Sunday. I mean, that gray is getting really gray. we whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, that old. Okay, so we're going to have the tag the titles unified. We're going to have Matt and Jeff still doing their thing. we um, going to have a Money in the Bank winner. Uh, I'm assuming Ray will have the IC. So it looks like the draft is really going to... really. You know, mix mix things up a lot. Um, Ed, who do you think is going to change sides to what brand? Do you have uh, any any feelings on on who's going to be switching?
3: Well, the, the smartest thing to do is right off the bat get Ray on the SmackDown, <clears throat> where he can actually improve ratings. Uh, other than that, other than that, I see Triple H going back to Raw, I see Batista going back to Raw, I see Cena going back to Raw. Uh basically all the stars will be on Raw and maybe Edge and somebody else will be on SmackDown and uh hopefully Ray, but uh I have a feeling SmackDown's gonna
0: get raped this year as far as talent. It's the yearly one. <laughs> it's you know, it's the but it's the yearly uh, SmackDown race. They,
3: they actually got the, the they actually got the benefit of the doubt the last one. They got Batista, they got Triple H, you know, they got a a bunch of these on the last one, but uh Oh, that was because yeah. they were moving to a new
1: network. Yeah, so so you know that that's why they did that. I mean, that's that's painfully obvious why that happened. Um, yeah, like I say, now <laughs> done, let's do it back on roll. Hmm. Now, do you think uh, ECW is still going to be the quote-unquote developmental, where they bring the young kids first? I, I wish it really was the developmental, and they just put
0: FCW on there instead. I mean. Hey, you know, that'd be that's always been my hope for ACW, but that's never been the case. But uh, yeah, definitely. You know, that's gonna that's the gonna be the always gonna be the third show. But you know, that's a good thing. It, I think it's the easiest show to watch because it's only one hour, and you know, it's always pretty quick, and you see lots of uh, different faces.
1: Jack Swagger. Yes,
0: I'm all over Evan.
1: him. He's you, the John. second coming of Kurt Angle. But he just can't talk. So, uh, Ed, what do you think of Jack Swagger as a champion, and, and what do you think they have coming up for him?
3: Um, I think he's doing pretty good. I, I think he's got a long way to go, though. I mean, his um, body language doesn't match his facials as far as uh, ring, in-ring confidence. So, I mean, he's still got some ways to go, man. But he's got plenty of, poten- <clears throat> plenty of potential. Hopefully they won't fuck it up.
0: Yeah, I think he's always going to kind of be stuck in the maybe Mark Henry Kane type role. And, uh, you know, he's just going to be – he'll be the guy who's so close to the main event full-time but never quite there. You know, I think he's probably always going to be upper mid-card. And, you know, he'll break in every once in a while for main events.
1: Wow. Can't believe I love him that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> So it's almost time for, you know, first start. We're going to have Mania and then they'll finish up with the draft and they'll mix things up and, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, things will come out good and, you know, that, that should do it. And, but that's going to do it for the pro wrestling talk. Mr. Ed, would you please heavily plug your show for Friday?
3: Oh well, shit, dude. Here's the thing. I'm not sure what's going on for Friday because um, we can't really do it earlier because Beach has a soccer game, and we can't do it at the normal time because I'll be at the Ring of Honor show.
2: Um,
3: if worst comes to worst, I might just do a show uh, like I did when I was in Vegas, drunk that one night, where I just call in and uh, just don't work the switchboard, just uh, talk to the people who were at the at the F4W dinner and shit. And maybe get uh, Brian and get Brian Fritz and. A few other people are, but I'm not too sure, so uh, no plans as of yet. But if you haven't checked out this this past Friday show with Jimmy Ray, uh, it's an awesome, awesome fucking interview. Uh, I know some people don't think Jimmy Ray's all that, but uh, as far as interview-wise, it was fucking uh, an awesome fucking interview. He had a lot of good things to say, and some of the things he talks about shows you how fucking clueless and stupid fucking TNA are. So everyone check out the past show. And uh, we will be back next uh, Friday at the normal time for sure, and hopefully with a with a real good guest. So uh, everyone, check it out, and uh, I'll get the details on the board as soon as I know what's going to happen for Friday, for this Friday. Up as soon as I can figure out what's going on for that.
1: Hey, you never know. I might be available to run the board for you, Ed.
3: Um. Well, I'll, I'll think about that, and I'll see what uh. Because, like I said, I'm going to be moving from different places to places uh, in Houston. So, let me i, mean, I got to work out all the schedule, and, um, you know, that might be a possibility. I'll let you know.
1: Cool. I'm down, so let me know. Anything for fellow Angry Mark? Cool. Awesome. Ed, thanks for calling in, brother, and uh, enjoy your fucking weekend, asshole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> cool, maybe, man. maybe I'll
1: see you down there, Ed. I'll keep an eye out for you.
3: All right, man. I'm not hard to miss, so if you see me, you'll definitely know it
1: to me. Awesome. <laughs> thanks for calling in, and thanks for the analysis, Ed. Uh, I really appreciate it, brother. It's always fun having you on.
3: Uh, no problem. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. All
1: right, brother. All right. That was Mr. Wardo in San Antonio helping us run down the WrestleMania 25 card. And let me catch in Matt, what's up, brother?
2: How's it going, man? But Mr. Bishop, I do not want to speak about pro wrestling anymore. Oh, man, I I wanted to come on here. I wanted to gush about Jack Swagger a little bit with you. Uh, well, I guess, you know, we can save that for another time.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, I have on the line Rebel Guard Radio's own MMA analyst, the co-host of LightsOutRadio.com, Mr. Matt Bishop, Matthew... Please, we need to talk about the UFC, brother. I, I'm I'm done even thinking about fucking WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> we have Wednesday night, Mike TV. I'm not quite sure what time it starts, but I think it's 7. 8
2: p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m.
1: Eastern. Oh, it's both. <laughs> it's both, Eastern and Pacific. Yes. <clears throat> it's staggered, so. Let's That'll see. be and fun. This one's, coming, this one's coming from Nashville, which should be kind of interesting.
2: But, uh... Yeah, they they booked up uh, the Somme Center for this one, which is, uh, you know, the the big building in Nashville. So I'll be interested to see what kind of crowd they have because this is the biggest building uh, that they've ever run a fight night in. So, uh, you know, the tickets are cheaper than they are for a UFC pay-per-view. So I think they're I, – I would not be surprised to see the place uh, relatively full for this.
1: Okay. Well, I'm I'm looking at the card, and there's, you know, the first – First two fights they have listed, I have no idea who these guys are, so I'm not even going to mention it. But then uh, in the third fight, that's uh, it's a dark fight. We have El uh, Kinquisor Jorge Rivera making his return. Um, this should be interesting to see, you know, where Jorge is at. He's at a crossroads, I think, as far as his career is concerned. Um, what do you, uh, Matt? What do you think about the uh, the Jorge Rivera situation here? Do you think he's going to get back on the winning ways and, you know, and, and make, make himself a player again?
2: You know, this is a very interesting fight to me because I, I think Nissen Osternak is a, a pretty big prospect. I mean, they, they he's one of the few guys that they brought over from the WEC when they abolished, uh, you know, all those weight classes there. So they, you know, with six fights under him, you know, they got to think he has some talent, But Jorge Rivera is one of these guys that he's a lower level gatekeeper uh, at middleweight. That's pretty much what he's descended into. Um, You know, he had that, that he's kind of been so up and down. The guy is so inconsistent. That's what's infuriating about him to watch him. I mean, he had that big win against Kendall Grove where he just absolutely smashed his face in. And then he comes back and loses the uh, guy in Mark Campman who hadn't fought in a year. Um, you know, in the first round. So I'll be interested to see where this fight heads. I think, uh, you know, obviously Rivera has the edge on the feet, but I think Ostronek has, uh, a pretty good advantage, uh, on the ground here because we have seen Jorge, uh, get submitted, uh, on more than a few occasions, uh, especially in the UFC.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, This is, uh, this is, uh, Jorge's fight to lose really. He, uh, yeah, I think he really needs to win this because, uh, Neeson's so, you know, he's young still and he's got a big career ahead of him. So,
3: you know, he hasn't
0: seen his best day. Yet. So, uh, yes, yeah, this would be a good win for him if he could pull it off.
1: Yeah. I, I think that, that this one's, you know, that, that, you know, the, the secret, you know, if he loses, he's gone, you know, this is your last chance gonna fight for, for Jorge. Um, honestly, um, the, the next fight we have, which could be pretty good. Um, Jim Crater, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it properly again, Nick Catone, um, this should be fun. Um, uh, Catone, is, isn't is he one of the WBC crossovers as well?
2: No. No? No, he, he came in and he was supposed to fight Amir Sadala twice, uh, but Sadala right. had to pull out both times, so uh, he fought and beat Derek Downey at the, uh, the last fight night in February.
1: this one this should be an interesting fight because you know Tim brings it you know he he does have a warrior spirit and he brings it um should be a really good test for for catone um I like Tim as a as a an early gatekeeper for the one eighty five division um you know he he could be the first one for a guy on his way up um face you know faces off with him um just because he brings it every time. Um, what do you think about that, Rob? Well, um, you, you know, uh, t- excuse me, <laughs> excuse me here.
0: Uh, Tim, you know, he's got a big height advantage. He's got three inches on this guy. But, uh, you know, Nick, he hasn't lost yet, you, you know, so it, it should be a very interesting battle.
1: Next one we have the other the other Brock in UFC, uh, Brock Larson against Jesse Saunders. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Larson, you know, really hasn't... You know, he's got a 25-2 record, but it's pretty padded. Um, The other gentleman is 21-4, so, you know, these are some experienced guys right here um, in the 170s. Uh, This should be be an interesting fight, but honestly, I don't see it airing. Um, Just because the names, you know, they're not really names that anybody would really want to see, unless it's like, you know, a, a sweet knockout or a sweet submission. Um, so yeah, maybe, I, I gotta yeah. agree. I don't really see this one airing either. You know, there's too many
0: guys
2: with
1: names on the pre- prelims to
0: uh, you know, have it happen.
2: Yeah, you guys are probably right there. I mean, I would say I mean, I like Larson a lot in this one. I think he's just gonna run over the poor guy. Um, this guy hasn't fought anybody. Nobody. I mean, I, I don't know how you have a 20... You fought twenty four times, and he has not fought a single person that I've heard of.
1: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to his to his SureDog Fight Finder, and I'm like, I don't see any names here. Nothing. Nothing well,
2: at all. He, I, I'm willing to bet he's a Monty Cox guy, considering he's fought in about seven thousand Extreme Challenge events. So there you go. <laughs> that's Gotta love politics. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, next up we have, um, which which hopefully will air. Um, if not, I'm going to be rushing to download this one. Uh, Ricardo Almeida against Matt Horwich in the uh, 185 division. Um, this one is going to be a barn burner. Um, both guys bring it. Um, hopefully, Ricardo is, is on his game. You know, he hasn't looked too sharp lately. You know, and Horwich, I don't know, since coming over, he just hasn't really... You know, made that big, that big, big, uh, I don't know what I want to say, splash maybe. You know, he was a, a quote-unquote big-time signing. And um, hopefully, you know, this this on paper, this should be a really good fight. Uh, what do you think about that?
2: I think that, God, I cannot, you're, I'm in complete lockstep with you on this one. If this one does not air, uh, this is priority number one for me to see, Uh regardless of what happens i was uh i was in chicago for matt horwich's uh first ufc fight against dan miller uh i thought that was just absolutely tremendous fight um i'm a big fan of the miller brothers as well so uh that goes a long way toward that but i mean horwich had him in trouble at a few instances but couldn't uh couldn't seal the deal and uh miller ended up winning and then you have almeida and he hasn't uh you know he's kind of trying to reinvent himself as well coming out of uh uh, retirement, so to speak, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to believe that this is a guy who, if he beats Patrick Cote, which holy crap, he should have um, back in you know July, that he would have been fighting Anderson Silva for the middleweight title, uh, more than likely. I just and now here he is, uh, what is it, eight nine months later, fighting a, a dark match on a fight night. That's just kind of mean. <laughs>
1: Could be worse. Could be worse. It could be sent back, sent down to the Ultimate Fighter. You know, I mean that's. But Ouch. other than that, <laughs> but this this fight's gonna, this is gonna be fun. Um, I I hope that this is the standby match that, you know, that they put on. Just, I mean, this should be on the, uh, on the main card. But uh, we do have to take a quick break. If I could play a commercial, so Stevie Day, Stevie J doesn't kill me. So hold on just a second, guys, for a commercial break.
0: Pro wrestling got you down? Need something to lift your spirits? Listen to the podcast at Marks.com. If wrestling gets you all hot and bothered,
1: we've got what you need. Visit AngryMarks.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. The AngryMarks.com podcast, where the Marks give nothing but
0: satisfaction.
2: Got gimmicks. Mm-hmm. By that you mean foam fingers and t shirts, correct? Of course.
1: <laughs> that drop was from the March thirtieth, Adam and my fake audio nightmare. Um they were discussing Kurt Angle. Um I love that drop. Um it was so fun. I, I so funny I, I had to rip it and you know, I had to play it on the show tonight, but
2: <laughs> I don't give a fuck.
1: What was that, Dana? <laughs> Fucking asshole! All right, and the next match, which is also a dark match, which I'm also looking forward to, uh, Gleason Sebald against Jeremy Stevens, the man with the greatest nickname ever, Little Heathen. This one is going to be nuts. Um, It's going to be your typical 155-pound fight where you know it's a, a mile a minute. It's like the old Cruiserweight matches in, in WCW on Nitro. You know, it's gonna be a, a couple of bumblebees in a in a fucking hornet's nest. Um I'm gonna go with Stevens here, um, because I love the little heathen. Uh I think he needs to step up and and take, you know, higher you know, higher fights up in the fifty five division. Uh well what do you think about that one, Rob?
0: Hm, mm, that's a tough one, you know. That really could go either way, uh you know, I, I think I might.
2: I, <laughs> I think I might take Tavori. at 158, and this is being uh, contested at a catch weight of 158 pounds now. So that is kind of scary because I don't recall Stevens having uh, trouble making weight before. So I don't know if he's carrying an injury coming into this or what. So uh, that that is kind of. I was. I was thinking, uh, Gleason anyway coming in. Uh, because, you know, he does uh, submit people. That's what he does. And, I mean, he submitted Rich Clemente in his last fight. And, uh, you know, Jeremy Stevens is nowhere near uh, the caliber on the ground that Rich Clemente is. So, I mean, that's just I'm going to put two and two together here. And uh, I I like Laysen by submission. Mm
1: -hmm. Good call. And this looks like this one will be opening the the show, um, Ultimate Fighter alum. Cole Miller will be taking on Mr. Wednesday night the king of UFC ratings Mr. Junie Browning Um, I (laughs) think it's disgusting it's disgusting that Junie Browning has a contract